Talk Show, witty informational conversation. This episode based in movies. Uh, now that I have Movie Pass, so thank you, Movie Pass. Unofficial sponsor of the show. I'm seeing a lot of Falcon movies when I have time. The late night showings, you know, or in the afternoon. When we have time. So when we have time, we're not working. We're in between gigs. We'll be able to watch certain movies via Movie Pass. Two, the recent episode you might have listened to was The Commuter with Liam Neeson. We got into our favorite train ride movies. It led into celebrity a little bit and our own thoughts and advice on working in the business. So I have a feeling that a lot of our episodes will eventually get to that since we're so ingrained in this business. We've been in for so long and loved it for so long that we will talk about things like that in our own experiences. It's just bound to happen on a show that's about yourself. And since you know the show involves my last name as the title, you would think it kind of makes sense that that would be, uh, be included. Uh, this episode, Molly's Game. And I, Tanya, two female-driven movies, I thought it would be good to keep them together since the star and the main character is a female. I have Miguel Felix, another big-time movie fan, and just talker. You'll be able to tell through his verbiage and his um, his thoughts on the film that he knows what he's talking about. First thing i got to say, Molly's Game should have been called Molly's Boobs because there's a lot of fucking boobs in that movie, dude. Well, we did. you did go do a little research afterwards, and you found out that the yes. character she's playing Had utilized her... her female assets too but jessica chastain who's like all about women empowerment like they went out of their way to put boobs in my face like how did that continue the storyline i have no problem with boobs it was fine but how does that continue the storyline i would say there was one scene where she was told that that her dress was ugly and her shoes were bad yeah and then then after that she always looked really good but she always looked like a madam but i don't know exactly (laughs) she looks like she was the head of like escorts and prostitutes so i don't know I i would think that women i'm not a woman but i would think that women would be a little offended well she was probably i mean i think what was really was she was diving into the the psyche of that of the that world yeah and she was using those to play those dudes yeah because i mean she was was controlling yeah she was in control of this game that's worth millions of dollars yeah and the best weapon she has other than her intelligence because she was very smart yeah was the fact that she's a knockout so i mean yeah just a lot of boobs in that movie yeah. i didn't know jessica chain had jessica chastain had boobs that big i feel like they must have been enhanced i in feel some like way. bryce dallas howard is a little pissed because that was her market she was the you bryce know, dallas howard has big boobs I would, yeah i mean yeah they look nice ron howard has big boobs in his blood he's able to produce <laughs> well, he, a big he blue. definitely has a big boob recently oh in bad movies shout out to han solo star wars story might suck yes. we'll find out uh, uh molly's game though first directorial <laughs> debut of Aaron Sorkin, and we've both of us have been pretty big Aaron Sorkin. Was that, fans. Was that his first debut? I believe okay. as a director, he's written a lot of movies. Yeah, we like we've liked them all from oh. what Social Network to to uh, was the baseball movie we just Moneyball, talked, Moneyball to mean, A Few Good Men, a few good awesome, men, yeah. and then the first uh, season of Newsroom, which is one of the best seasons of TV ever. Mm-hmm. Season two and three were awful, but at least he's got that season one. Yeah, that stands well, Westworld, out. I mean, West Wing. Sorry. Oh wow, West Wing is really good. And then, I think he had another few. Well, I'm sure. Did he shows. write the one that you really liked? That was only one season, the, the Sunset. Oh wow, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Yeah, I love that show. That dude. was pretty good. Yeah, when what Did I you saw, end up finishing it. Well, I watched those last two on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty good. So Studio 60 is Matthew Perry and Bradley Whitford, who I've always wanted to meet. Finally got to. Really nice guy. Also in West Wing. Matthew Perry, obviously from awesome Friends actor. and everything. <laughs> and then uh, who else is in that? Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. Starting out, Sarah Paulson is in that. She's one of the first few actresses in wow. that. And then, um, who's the old Stephen Bauer? Is that his name? The guy who plays a uh, he's a douche in a lot of movies. He was in Wings. Is that his name? Stephen Bauer. You know oh, the guy from oh. Wings? Yeah, yeah. That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. He plays a uh, studio exec, like the head of NBC. Well, and then sense. you have Amanda Peet. Amanda so basically, the show starts out with two ex, basically SNL writers. 
are doing their own thing now. I think they're both they now they direct and write together. Matthew Perry and Bradley Whitford they're accepting like a Golden Globe for a movie, right? Yeah. And then in the meantime, the past head of SNL, who's supposed to be like a Lauren Michaels, who was played by the guy, big time actor, but a little before our time, he was the dad in Independence Day. And then he was in oh, Taxi. Emil Hirsch. Uh, you don't know his name. I don't think you know his name. I'm trying to be yeah. Mean, you know. No, I know him. Yeah. His name is Hirsch. Is it Hirsch? Yeah, like Judd Hirsch Emil- or something like that. No, it's not Mill Hirsch. Is it Mill Hirsch? Mill Hirsch is the young actor. The young actor. Well, it's the one. You're, it's it's the guy. It's, he's like he's got his own. He has a new show right now on CBS about donuts. And he was in Independence Day. Because he, he was Jeff Goldblum's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're done. He has a new show on CBS mm-hmm. called what? like Coffee Shop or Donuts. My really? Mom says he really likes it. A sitcom? Mm-hmm. Oh, that probably works really well for him. Actually. Kathy Seagal's in it too. Katie Seagal. Katie Seagal. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, he, he's in. Uh... Wait, I kind of got off topic a little bit. West uh, Sunset. So yeah, Studio 60, Sunset Strip, you have him from uh, Taxi and those different movies. He is the original SNL guy, and he gets he kind of has like a network scene where he gets all mad about it and all the reality TV and everything. He's pissed. Hmm. He quits. They need new heads of the show. Okay. So they go after the two writers who were kicked out for being a little too like racy. They get kicked out, but now they're asking them to come back with Amanda Peet, who's the new president of programming. Mm. Of course, she it's has good. to convince Stephen Bauer to accept it, who hates them, who was part of their firing. It's like a whole dude bringing them. Get- oh, God, I just know. It's the one from Wings, not the older brother, but the younger one, right? I think so. I don't know who with he was. The, I never watched Wings. He's got the longer hair. He usually has longer hair. Longer hair, hair yeah, yeah. He yeah. played like, I think he was in the Shining TV yes, movie. Yes, 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 yes. From there. So mm-hmm. he, they got to convince him, obviously. There's a lot of bad blood there. And you have Matthew Perry. Stephen Weber. Stephen Weber. Stephen there Weber. it is. Thanks, there man. Is. Sorry. And you have him coming back. And obviously, he may or may not have been in a relationship, Matthew Perry, with Sarah Paulson, who at that time was just a small bit actress. Wow, that's crazy. Now she's Sarah the Paulson. head of the show. She was great then. Good for her, man. She's, she's always a good actress. Yeah, she's dude. always killing it. So Studio 60 and Sunset Strip, if you fucking trust Connor Fox, a 21 episode show, I own it. I actually went out of my way to find it at some store in LA. It's if I'm being honest, I mean it's it's probably one A or one B to newsroom for my favorite Aaron Sorkin TV program. Mm, wow. From there, yeah. so Aaron Sorkin, what do we know about? Also, probably why I like him is the verbiage. It's yeah. very high quality I mean, verbiage and words. He took Facebook and made it into a movie. Yeah. So Aaron Sorkin, I mean David Fincher did a great job. He's an intelligent guy. Yeah. The words he uses and everything, it's kind of for someone who hopefully read English books in school or actually paid attention to class. You're gonna Just, like Aaron you're gonna, Sorkin. Like any Sorkin movie, you're gonna get some quick yeah. wit. Usually, adults yeah. are a bigger fan of Aaron Sorkin. You yeah. know, you know, very political, a little yeah. bit of a liberal, but that's okay. I'm on either side. I don't really care. Yeah, too I liberal, too conservative. Doesn't matter for me. I just want to watch the content. Yeah, I don't care about that. Exactly. So Molly's game. The good thing about that is it starts out very quick. Yeah. And a lot of you know visuals, quick mm-hmm. words, and it gets you into it. Yeah. And that was cool. And it wasn't a bad movie. But then it kind of there's a kind of a lull in the middle. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I I guess it was a poker movie that wasn't a poker movie. And it was a a biography that wasn't a biography, like you know. That's a, I mean, that's really very well put. To yeah, be honest with you, because you know, it wasn't. I don't think it was trying to be a poker movie, but it was very based in poker. But you know, when we when we went, there's yeah. a lot of guys, friends that went together, yeah. and I was like, okay, I'm not trying to be mean, but there's no way that these guys are here as movie guys. Yeah, you know, they were kind of more bros. You know, so definitely probably drank before. Yeah. Like these people are poker movies and they want to watch boobs. Yeah. You They're know? thinking that this was going to be like rounders. Rounders. Best, which is the best poker movie of all time. Probably. Yeah. All probably time. the number one poker movie. Um, yeah. And it's funny. I agree with you. I thought that the beginning pace of the movie and the beginning part of the movie was definitely the best part. I thought yeah. because it established the characters, got everything going. You made us sympathize for her. You, you got to know her and Idris Elba's character, which is the lawyer who did a really good job. And I thought the acting was very good. Yeah. But you're right. It Right when it hit about halfway through that movie where she's, I think, you know, started to get really into running the games, it just kind of took a lull. And it, it was about 20 minutes where it was like, oh, man, we could really be moving this along a lot faster. Yeah. But 
Um, yeah, I would say overall, though, the movie was, again, it was it was all right. It's still watchable because yeah. it's about something I don't think we've seen. We've never seen a woman or really that many people in any movie have an underground casino that becomes huge and they take over. Well, it's a true you know, story, too. And so it's based just, on a true it's story. Just, it's, a cool, it's a cool story. And I, I think, actually kind of remember that news story when we were in junior high. Really? Say. Okay. Yeah. A girl with huge boobs that shows them all the time. Uh, no, I just remember casino. it was like the mafia poker princess, I think was what the oh, title okay. was. That was I think I do remember it? that. Yeah. And I think that's how they were trying to throw her under the bus. And according to the movie, she didn't even really know the mafia was part of it. So I wonder yeah. if that's true. If we went to a political conspiracy podcast, I would go all No, no. I think that's right interesting, now. though, that you mentioned that because the two movies we talk about yeah. kind of maybe changed our perspective or give us the idea of like, okay, maybe we shouldn't necessarily assume what we assumed about these two real-life women. Yeah. And that's why us doing these two movies oh, together is good. Yeah. I, Tanya. Yeah. So we'll get to that eventually yeah. in this episode. Here on the What the Falk Show, listen through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Director, Parents Phone, and text messages I just sent you. If you like Falcon movies, if you like people who are smart about talking about Falcon movies, you found the right Falcon podcast. Molly's Game, good actors. Name actors that even though it was a lull, it keeps you going. Mm-hmm. You know, at 133, I think it could have been about 20 minutes shorter. But when you have Idris Elba, you have Kevin Costner, you have Michael Sarah, you have... Uh, who who actually, I mean, I think you... He really has grown into that role now of just playing kind of himself as an as a douche. I'm not trying to be mean to Michael Sarah out there, but I believe with like 90 percent of my heart that that's the kind of person he is. Is someone who will take advantage. Yeah, I mean he's been one in of those little so squealy guys who girls never like him for his looks or his manhood. It's just because he's rich and he knows how to use leverage and take advantage of people. Well, I think and it's funny too because he tried to. I think the start of his career he tried to be the next Jason Bateman. There's no way Jason Bateman's too likable. No, I know. Yeah. I mean, I think halfway through Rest of Element, you realize, I'm not going to be next Jason Bateman. Yeah, there's no way. i got to figure out my own thing. Because Jason Bateman might be a huge douche, but he's tricked me into believing he's uh, awesome. Like, I want to hang out with Jason Bateman. Well, he's Bateman. probably that one, like, you know how in every group has their has their asshole? Yeah. He's probably their group's asshole. But hopefully he's an asshole, but he's not. He's but he's not, a likable asshole. He's That's like, what I'm saying. He's not, hopefully he doesn't, like, kick young kids or stuff well, or yeah. get people drugs who don't want it. I feel like like Michael Sarah would take advantage of some extra, whereas I think Jason Bateman, I, hopefully he's above that. You know well, what I, mean? I feel like Jason Bateman's worst thing would be like putting, you know, uh, switching your coffee or something or doing some sort of prank like That's, that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. As long as it's not sexual assault. And, yeah, I hope so. And, you know, I feel like Michael Cera would fuck with I mean, the girl and then drop her off. We're talking about these female movies and it's like that that whole, that all lingers over the topic of females in the industry. It's like, man, it's like for men, it's so interesting because with an accusation now. It's over. It's over. Hold on, sorry. I don't want to go, want to go into that discussion right now. You don't want to go. Into, you don't. You don't have to edit it out. I can just oh. if you don't want to go into sexual harassment discussion. No, no, no. I, I do. I just think it's like I feel like we'd be on like another podcast. Different but, podcast. Yeah. Okay, we don't have to get too much into sexual harassment, but we talked about Molly's game. Solid movie. A little too long on Movie Pass. Watch it. Otherwise, it's a great Netflix movie. Um, and then she did a good job at Nick. It's funny. Okay, so we will talk about the, the females and because her character, because she's you're right, Jessica Chastain's very outspoken about the movement, the yeah. Me Too movement, Times Up movement. She's all about that, and I think she chose this role because it definitely influences a strong woman character. Yes, absolutely, because this woman was an Olympian. Yeah, who you know started off with broken back, but mm-hmm. came Comes back, back from, from that. Yeah. works her way up. Creates a freaking empire out of nothing. Yeah, and then nothing but her wits. And then it's, then it's all like taken away says, because yeah. of the government, whatever. But you know, she's still and then, but she's still able to fight her way back. And, and her and her psychologist dad talk about it, why she'd be motivated to do it. So there is, there's definitely value in this movie. It is. I, it's, I guess it's just hard when you sit there for two two hours and what thirteen minutes, you know, and you see a ten thirty five showing. You know. It's okay, just, well, I'll ask you this then, Connor. Would you, if you didn't have a movie pass, would you pay? No. Thirteen dollars to see this movie. No. Okay. If I had movie pass, if I didn't have movie pass, 
I might consider going to watch like one of the 775 matinees. Okay. But double that, no, I probably wouldn't watch the movie. I would have been comfortable waiting till Vudu or till Netflix or till I want to stream it online. I agree. So but, I would say to you guys out there, I would say this is a movie that unless you're a giant Jessica Chastain fan, yeah. you could maybe wait. But but well made. Yeah. You know, you know when you watch it from every part of it, from the way they shoot it, from the cinematography to the sound. Maybe it was effective because that was his first movie as a director. It was, but a movie like that is such so specific for the audience. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't, and it's a female character, but I don't know how many like how many twenty to thirty four year old females are going to go out of their way to watch Molly's Game. I don't think that many. I think older will. Okay, thirty five to especially that know the story too. Exactly, thirty five and on, I think would enjoy it, or thirty and on, really. But and it's more of a guy movie because I think that's part of why they have the boobs out, you know. Yeah, but part okay, of you know, yeah. just because just because you have to give her credit because she didn't start. You know, you have women who start off as pretty Instagram, you know, sex tape things like that. She was Juilliard. She was all acting, so yeah. she's an actress. Well, yeah, and she definitely she wasn't coming out playing these beautiful roles. She wasn't. She was playing down and dirty roles. I mean, so she is not. She has not really been one of those people that was all looks. You know, in the business and especially with my experience in it starting out, there's people who are just all about pretty yeah. looks and people who are about actual content. I think and, her first real like role of like using her beauty was uh the help well no well yeah but there was a movie it was like she was such a cute southern there was a movie she was like cherry or something or gloria or justine or something there was some movie that was kind of an indie where she played like a stripper oh okay she did eventually get to stripping it was kind of like this uh kind of the story of this whole woman's life and i think eventually she got to stripping got it so there was a scene i watched that so she did use some sex appeal in that movie yeah but we would just say that she's not all sex appeal like cameron diaz for years was the hot girl who does hot girl things where jessica chastain oh no the mask wow where jessica chastain is more uh zero dark 30 got me off topic and because Cameron Diaz is so meaty in that movie. It's like, uh, I feel like they... Are you going with the mask here? The uh, Cameron Diaz like, always, was always too skinny for that me. That was like the best movie of hers, I think, too. Like, just she did so yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, well, if we're going to go acting, she's, she is, she's, she's definitely... solid like, actress. Yeah, definitely. But that probably actress. was her... I mean, that was definitely her hottest role. Oh, I mean, yeah. They had sure. a lot of... Her butt was huge in that movie. Her boobs were bigger. Like, there was a lot of... She's a Coco Dancer. There was a lot of meat added in that movie. Where then she got too skinny. Like, Charlie's Angel, she was a little too skinny for me. Yeah, you, you know, didn't know something about Mary. Not saying that that affects her acting ability or anything. No. That's just my point of view as a consumer and as a viewer. That's, that's what I thought about that. Yeah. Molly's game is solid. Sorry, I go back to, yeah. I don't think... Chastain. I mean, she, she, yeah. I see her... I think of her first is her Zero Dark Thirty role. She was Where she was so hell-bent on, yeah. like, figuring out, you know, Osama Bin Laden, where he was. Like, like I... You know, she was just such a good... Zero was... Dark Thirty, The Help, Interstellar, solid in all those movies. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you something. Before we move on to I, Tanya. Got it. We talk about how Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain are like the same person. Oh yeah. Let's say you're making a movie and they cost the same amount. Say there were twelve million to, to book them for your movie. Okay. Not knowing the role, would you Fine. choose one or the other? Not really. I gotta know what the role they're playing. Really? Because I gotta give Bryce Dallas Howard a little bit more if it's gonna be a popcorn big budget movie. You would take her over. I would take her over. I would too. Chastain, because Chastain, you're right. She's more Juilliard and I think Bryce Dowd Howard always had the opportunity, but she just happened to be around Hollywood yeah. so much because her dad that she, you know, grew into what she wanted to do. Well, I don't mean it in a negative way, but I feel like uh, Jessica Chastain is a little more, I, I don't think butch is the right word, but a little more edgy. 
where okay. like, you know she has like a, an Angelina Jolie. She has a strong chin, right? you know, and she has like the Tom Brady little the thing dimple. in her chin, dimple in her chin. I feel like she could play more of a badass. Whereas Bryce Dallas Howard, she seems just more a little more feminine and more of just like she's like a great crier. Oh yeah, and well, she could do the more emotional she scenes. When Stacy in Spider Man Three, nobody even remembers that. Oh, I do. She was hot. I was like, man, this girl looks really hot from The Village. Is really hot. Oh yeah, The Village. That was right. Because when I saw The Village, I was like, this girl's a really good actress, man. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, who is this? Yeah. I went out to find out who this girl was. And then you found out she played this blind lady, and with her crying and everything, I was like, wow, this girl was really talented. Mm. This thing she could do with her face. The, probably one benef- best part of that movie. Was what? Was her. Oh, her? Yeah. Absolutely. And people talk about her crying, yeah. which is her thing, and that started in the village, and she like went on Conan and talked about how she does it. She uh, keeps her yeah. eyes open. Yeah. She keeps her eyes really open, and eventually the tears start coming, so she can cry on command. That's pretty good. So really good actress. You would take Bryce Dallas Howard. I mean, it's Well, okay. Well, but again, you see, it would... So it depends on the role. role. depends you know, on the role. So I think it's really saying, a win-win. Yeah. Either way, you're going to get a good... Yeah. And it's funny when you're in, they're in the same movie... Yeah, That's the, the help, part. which I thought they were the same person for a few years, and then I see they're different people, like, oh, wait, who's what? Is see, it- and they, they picked those roles perfectly. They picked yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard to be kind of more of the bitchy, you know, yeah. front, up front, yeah. more cutesy one, and then, well, no, I'm sorry, like, more bitchy, you know, yeah. kind of character, and then they got Chastain to play more grounded That's true, character. and I think Chastain would be better as a grounded character, mm-hmm. and Bryce Dallas Howard could be more the bitchy, yep. above like the, it all. Yeah, like the s- snooty, snooty. Yeah, yeah snooty. snooty uh, debutante. Yeah, Jinx, you owe me a lemonade. Okay, so that's uh, Molly's game. Check it out. Pretty good. Kevin Costner. Keep acting, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, next up is I, Tanya. Way better. Yes, definitely. Solid way movie. Yeah. As good as I. I mean. I'm going to put it in my top five. I love the trailer. I, you know what's going to get me with the music? Because it's all like 80s, 90s, oh, yeah. 70s, like hard rock. Great soundtrack. Everything I listened to as a kid and my dad did and stuff. So I loved it. I love the grit. The way it was shot, mm-hmm. how you know it's about Tanya Harding, obviously known for being part or or uh, was it accused yeah. of being part of the attack on Nancy Reagan. Kerrigan. Uh, Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, he said oh, Reagan. Reagan. That would be totally that. That, <laughs> that, 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 that would have been a bigger deal. That would have been a huge deal. If the just say no. Well, just say no to this, Nancy. If an Olympian went after the uh, first lady, yeah, pretty, that would have been a pretty, pretty big awesome deal. movie. That'd be that'd be a pretty crazy movie too, though. <laughs> yeah, I Tanya was awesome, man. I love how it went from documentary to movie, kept mm-hmm. going back. And um, well, real quick, okay. So I was talking with a friend, another friend of mine, about the movie. Yeah. And I would say, if I was to pin it to any closest filmmaking style, I was like, oh, I mean, I guess you could say it's a little bit like Scorsese. Yeah, I see. Everyone says that. I feel like it's a cop out just to say what the trailer said. No, I agree with you because the trailer said good but fellas. Then, but then, if you feel like when they're because they do a lot of quick pan shots, a lot of those like you know, yeah quick set like casino it did feel a lot like how they shot casino well it was fast paced yeah it was in your face which was which cool i love casino yeah. and as i always talked about goodfellas was fast paced but they said let's make a whole movie fast paced yeah. in those parts of goodfellas and that's and why casino. they made casino oh so good and then um he was saying that it ran in more of a wes anderson flick and i was like i don't think that's true because wes anderson flicks are shot more like plays i don't get wes anderson I don't feel Wes Anderson from that, to be honest. Exactly, because his are more stagnant shots yeah. where it shifts to the next play scene because his plays are set up more of like if it was a moving play. Well, you know what I was thinking when you said Goodfellas and I was thinking of another retort? And yeah. you've seen the movie, I think, yeah. I hope. So well, let me think if you think this has anything to do with it. But I kind of thought of Gus Van Sant's To Die For. Oh, shoot. Is that the one Nicole came in? Yeah. I didn't know Gus Van Sant did that. Yeah, he did. Wow. And Matt Dillon, really solid movie. Anybody yeah, hasn't seen it. Yeah, it is. The coloring... 
and the time and how they went back from okay, so what, that might be more of that kind of reminded me of yeah. I Tanya a little bit and okay, again that that's more. the kind of verbiage and yeah. commentary you can get on the What the Falk show there's not a lot of people who even know what that movie exists but yeah. if you want to watch a good Nicole Kidman I mean at least in terms of talking about attractiveness yeah, the Kidman. number one Nicole Kidman her hottest was to die for well, it's quick she is a weather she's a weather woman. girl who's trying to seduce everyone to move up in the world like yeah. she's a sociopath it's a great Falcon it movie. Is. Probably my favorite movie of his next to I would say hunting. a good watch would be that movie and then uh, Death Becomes Her. Oh, wow. Those, those Another, yeah, kind of similar with girls who just like will crazy do, girls don't little, care. Yeah, just, no filter. will do anything and eat anybody up and run them over to do, do whatever they need. That's such a good So movie. I think it's to die for kind of when I compare that with I, Tanya, but yeah. we love the fast paced yeah. and, you know, the times and obviously Alice and Janney. Now I know I've been waiting on Golden Globes. So I want to watch a full show on YouTube, yeah. but she deserves oh, the yeah. Golden Globe. She killed it. She was hilarious. She just... I feel like Juno is what just helped her genesis because she was already that kind of actress. But Juno, she was still loving. Yes. If you remember Juno, she still cared about. But she her came and loved firing her. out. Okay, you're right. This one. This was one, she didn't give a shit. Yeah, she did. Like not. even when you think there's a part that she's gonna care about, Tanya, she's still trying to fuck her over. Yeah. So she didn't give a shit. Damn, and, that was such. A and good. when you think about, you know, I, I, you know, I talked to older parents and people invited them to see my parents, and my girlfriend's parents, and their first instinct was, I don't want to support Tanya Harding. And after watching the movie, I you know whether this was their goal or not, I don't know if it's the truth. I just yeah. watched the movie, but yeah. from that movie, well, I mean, this is they're saying these are all accurate from the interviews. Well, my opinion so, from Tommy, Tony Hardy isn't as bad as yeah, it was before. She, so. if the movie's right, then it really wasn't. I mean, they thought about threatening, yeah. sending threatening letters, and that's only because she thought like, that Nancy Nancy had threatened her, her in a letter. And so, she had no idea that they yeah. were going to hire people to uh, physically harm her. And I'll just say a side note: my mom, who is like the yeah, sweetest mom, woman yeah. on the planet. Always sided with Tanya. Even back in the day, she thought that Nancy was, you know, just overplaying what was happening. Yeah. And then she ended up still performing, winning a silver. And then, you know, my mom was like, she always looked like she didn't give a crap yeah. about winning that award. So, I mean, I agree. She I think, wasn't a fan of that. And they talked about it in the movie. Yeah, they do. They mentioned that in the movie. And, like, I agree with you. I think that she got kind of a bad rap. because I mean, did. She was a product of her environment. Exactly. And the product of her environment in her whole life, yeah. but also in that specific situation that mm -hmm. makes her infamous enough to make a movie. Yeah. Was all the people around her making decisions. Yeah. So, you know, in these two movies, it's kind of, you know, I guess this would be, I guess the women's movement would jump all over this and the fact that it was men doing incorrect and bad things that affected these women's lives in a way. Well, okay, but with Itania... It started with the physical abuse from her mother. True. Which then led her into another physical abuse. Yeah, so abuse. women abuse people too. There we go. Just so you know. The women, the mom was abusing the dead. Yeah. And that's, that's why he left. left. Yeah. You know, there's a scene even where, I don't know why, you, you know, Alice and Jenny's talking to him. Is I don't know why you let a man hit you. Only idiot lets a man hit you. Well, I wonder where I got that from. Yeah. You know? I mean. And you're like, you hit dad. She's like, that's, that's different. different. Yeah. How I don't is know. that different? Well, I mean, yeah, it's obviously, you know, in the eyes of like, the, you know, the media and the news and stuff. If you see a domestic uh, domestic abuse a case, it's usually you're usually going to expect it's a woman yeah. being abused by a man. But yes, it's very true. I've heard many situations where you know a woman will attack the man, and it's like it's so funny how you know we talk about these you know perceptions of you know men and women, and like it's guys are stereotyped too. Like we're not supposed oh, to yeah. say anything yeah. because we're supposed to be these tough dudes that are like oh if we if we're embarrassed or we're looked down upon if we admit that we're being beaten by a woman. Well, you know, we are equal. Like, that's, it shouldn't say that, like, it's okay for... It's not okay for a guy to hit a woman. No. It's not okay for a woman to hit a guy. It's no. like, we should not think of these as, like, political, you know, aspirations to make talk... To, like, put people down. It's like, no, let's yeah. treat each other equally and good. And we don't have to worry about 
that in the first place. We don't want to get too political, but for me, that's why it's like, as any reasonable, objective human being, it's like, that's why you have to be in the middle. I'm a case-by-case situation. I think a bad human, no matter what the color of their skin is, or what their sexual orientation, their gender, wherever they come from, a bad human is going to do bad human things. I don't like bad humans. I want to get, I want to stop bad bad humans, bad humanity, you know? Good humans, doesn't matter what the color of their skin is, how much money they make, sexual orientation, where they come from, they're going to do good things. That's, it's about humanity, not about us dividing ourselves into different cultures and it's it just, I just don't know how you could pick a political party and stick yeah. with that because then you might pick things that you don't believe in because you have to stay with the party logically it makes no fucking sense and I wish the Klingons were alive so we could all talk and be like hey dude like let's follow well it's they- funny in Star Wars the new one yeah um, the Last Jedi uh, Benicio del Toro has that line he says to Finn he's like Look, yeah about the war you stuff. can either be free yeah. or you can choose to be a victim so it's like it's a business live free yeah which means don't participate in all these things that people are going you to do like oh let's have this discussion about you know police brutality or let's have this discussion about football players kneeling so, you know you know what maybe you should come up with your own kind of thought and opinion and not just like jump on someone else saying something why don't you well you know everyone is so stressed out and tired yeah that they're just so ready and they have their own things going on that they're so ready to just jump on something. I'm so mad about this. You're right. This pisses me off. Like I was just, I was reading this thing recently. One of Freud's things was about how basically it's a lot about your butthole. It is. It's a lot about your butthole and how tight it is. Okay. And for Freud, because people won't accept the things that they like, obviously he's a lot so sexually. They yeah. won't accept their weird kinks and things out there and who they really are. Yeah. They get angry and they're constantly angry in their life because they're not being yeah. who they really are. Well, let's think that's the whole the like Protestant and evangelical yeah. people, you know, they, you know, they're the most hated, like st- spreading hate yeah. because they're the ones that probably they the hate most their repent- lives. Yeah. They have the most repent yeah. stuff. Like there's probably a lot of, you know, LBGT people in those communities yeah. that are hidden because yeah. they can't come out. So what they do is fear. they only push the anger and fear on people that they actually are part of the community, but they're, you know, they have to do it because, hey, Jesus said so. And at I least mean, in my point of view, in my experience, again, only 30 years, I think that there's nothing scarier in the universe than a human being who's fearful. Yeah. Because they will not use their brain, which is the greatest muscle we have and the greatest gift we have is our ability to use our brain. Yeah. They'll do some terrible things. And we've seen it throughout the last million years of history. Man, in the last like two to three years, we've seen oh my God. an increase in violence yeah. and aggression and racism. It's like, man, let's just, it's so funny. Cause like, if you think back to like the 1950s and sixties, we still had a lot of racism stuff, yeah. but it seemed like our country got along better because we, we all believed under one thing. We all believe we're Americans and we believe in the American way. Yeah. And that's kind of like, and I'm not saying it's the American way as in like, let's be, make America great again. And that, yes, yeah. I'm saying as in, we believed in each other. We were neighborly towards each other. We were, we like trusted our neighbor you know we had unlocked doors we can't do that anymore there's no way that we can do that well anymore. that's why it's so tough because there's not a right answer because it's like yeah some things from the 50s we'd like to take yeah, and use exactly now, but then there's so many things there's that so many bad were things terrible that. Mm-hmm. that we can't bring yeah, down like women's suffrage yeah. racism you know it's like well it's i was tough, man. we were watching a show vikings right yeah and like uh one of the girls on vikings later in the season i watched my girlfriend who i love and she loves the show we're so into vikings right now and one of the princesses wants to learn how to paint, right? They call it illumination. Hmm. And even the monk and everybody's like, you're a woman. You can't. This is against the gods. You can't do this. And I'm like, man, does this piss you off that they're not letting you? She's like, yeah, it bugs me. And I'm like, I've never had to deal with this in my life. I've never had a time <laughs> as a man where I haven't been able to do something. Everything's always yeah. possible for me. That's true. So it's it's hard yeah, for you to remember and think that they like so many times. It's, been it's thousands just, of years. It's so funny when, okay, I don't like to get super political. We're already talking about We already are, but... 
So I just wanted to say, let's for instance take these freaking Tiki Torch dudes. Yeah. Right. They're you know saying that everything's bad's happening to them. You know they're you know they're getting tossed aside. Blah blah blah. It's like you know what guys, you've had the opportunity to take advantage of all these you know things that have been given to you. True. And the fact that you're not taking advantage, True. it's your own fault. Yeah. You can't blame other ethnicities or other or women or anybody for things that you are lazy enough not to accomplish. Well, see, that's that's the fine line, though. For me, in my point of view, is yeah. that do I think any culture or skin color should get excluded? No. Yeah. But I also don't think that we should... But again, nobody should get excluded. You're saying nobody of any skin color should get excluded because they're skin color, right? Yeah. Okay. Obviously. Now, would you not agree that now we're going the opposite and now white people and white men in some way are getting excluded because they're white? That is becoming a negative sometimes. Yeah, okay. I know. So it's, it's like there's not... It's, it, but it's, it's so tough to say that argument. For, to argue for the white male. I'm not arguing for... No, no, I'm, no, I'm not like, saying you're not. I'm not like, saying you are. All you're doing saying. is reversing. It, the first racism was awful, but now you're reversing it and putting no, it on you're, another... No, I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But it's like, if I... Okay, if I'm defending it from their... From, you know, the opposite point of view, I would say, hey, well, you know, this is what? Been 10 years now you guys are feeling the heat? We've been feeling this kind of way for yeah. hundreds and hundreds of years. So that's where it's like... But then again... If we're trying to get better as a society, it's they shouldn't be doing that. Exactly, doing the we same shouldn't thing be pushing on a different side of white the coin. males away. Exactly. We need to be discussing how we move forward as a community. But I also, not I also won't agree with a white people, white males who will say that they're losing jobs when they're not educating themselves. Like that South Park episode, oh, they're man. not putting in the work to educate themselves, and, they, to and yet they think that they should get the job because they're white. That's ridiculous. That's entitlement, and entitlement is like. Anybody who gets entitled something, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's funny too because I feel like the most entitled people sometimes are like the most like, you know, the least amount of money. Yeah. Because they think they deserve these things. It's like, you know what? That's why you don't have the money. So it's almost like the most entitled is like the rich, rich, rich. Not yeah. matter skin color or culture. Yeah. The rich, rich, rich yeah. or the poor, poor, poor yeah. can be the most in entitled. terms of entitled what they deserve. Yeah. What well, they and, think they deserve. And us in the middle are just fucked. Yeah, we're getting pooped on. We're just getting pooped on the whole time. Our parents are working hard. They're buying houses. They're paying their bills. Ugh. They're getting screwed up. They're getting I mean, the middle class is disappearing their, more oh, and more. Dude. It's like either becoming, you're the poor or you're going to be either As soon as Obama poor. bailed out the banks, no matter what their culture or skin color was, any hardworking middle class was done. Because how do you, you know, you weren't there. I, my yeah. parents talked to me about it. They were told, oh, you lost your life savings and now your house got devalued. I have to put so much time, put your kids through college and paying all your bills on time. And they're, and his retort but, is, deal with it. What well, do you expect? Base. Okay, with what you're saying, when President Obama did that, he literally had to. If we didn't back the banks, everything would fail. Yeah, but think about the big there short. Been way Remember worse. the big short? Yeah. Great movie, right? Yeah. And at the oh, end, love it. At the end, Ryan Guys is like, yeah, and all the people who committed the crimes were arrested and it completely changed the overhaul and banks are regulated again and he's like, and it was all great and then it's like a few seconds like, oh, none of that happened. Like yeah. one or two guys got arrested Yeah. and they really had nothing to do with it. So it's fucking ridiculous. Well, that's why, that's why I think politics are a joke because you want to believe in your president that you're backing but they're not... Once they get to that higher power, nobody they don't care about us anymore. Yeah. They don't. We're just numbers yeah. to them and we're how numbers, much money they dollar can signs. Exactly. How much you money know? can we get with them or how much money does it cost to pay for us or loss for us? And then it's then it's in like, well, who cares about us? But okay. I love how it's like totally spot. It's all good. We're gonna spin off a little bit around the football show. We talked Molly's game that we liked it, but it was also a little too long. Could have Although, been better. Oh, back to Tanya. I a mean, lot of boobs. And then and then on Tanya. Yeah. I was a much better movie, we better, thought. Yeah. Great well, acting Soldier, in it. I feel, I can't, well, I that's can't why we get to. So we, we talked. I Tanya. Then we went a little into political in terms of like product to your environment. Yeah. As I think what led it to that, and yeah. then 
females in acting and the harassment and everything. So again, this is this is more of a talk show than it was before when I did the interviews and having you on. We're talking about some issues. I never yeah. want to pick one side. I'm always yeah. kind of in the middle. It's always about humanity yeah. and for humans having good and trying to take care of people. It's a very logical, reasonable point of view. I don't you know think why. It'd be easy, but you it's think it would really be easy? Not. I don't get how it's people really wouldn't not. wouldn't agree with that. But I, Tanya. So we talk about you know Margaret Robbie, who yeah. now you have to say like she is she's an actress actress. Oh, she's she's not, killing it. You know when she played the Duchess of whatever it was in um, Wolf of Wall Jimmy? Street. No, I don't, it was a Duchess of something. Oh yeah, it's in Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. she's like showing her vag and stuff like that. Like she was so hot, dude. But that was she was all sex appeal. Mm-hmm. With watching her and Tanya Harding, I, and I Tanya, she's she's an actress, actress. I mean, mm-hmm. she's. I think things are only looking up for Margaret Robbie. You know, it's really funny that um, do you remember there's a short-lived show on ABC. It was called Pan America. Yes, she was on that. She was. I didn't it's know it. A and lot of hot chicks that were on that. Uh, the dude from Stranger Things, the guy you like, uh, David Harbour. Yeah, he's in it too. Nice. Hey, baby. Yeah, actually, Pan America was a, lo- a start for a lot of people, especially like the really pretty actresses, because you got to yeah. think they were playing stewardesses. And at so, that time. So they went on to do things. Margaret Robbie, I mean, she did play Jane in The Legend of Tarzan. So oh, she yeah. was kind of playing the... Was uh, she also on that one, that Zachariah movie? I never Z saw it. Zachariah. I never, I saw, never it. saw it either. That's Chris Pine and Equa. Chindi Equa. Yeah, I had I had approached the producer on that to be on the show, and he had said, yeah, but I just never followed through, and I was like, there's probably like 11 producers on this show and on this movie, you know, and like no one really knew that movie, so to be honest, I didn't know if there was value in it, but nice guy. I appreciate it. He actually So that might be the first attempt. She might. I mean, she probably, I mean, she is a serious actress. Of like non-makeup acting. Yeah, exactly. But I, Tony, Tony Harding, I mean, um, it was, it was a pretty, it's a it's a pretty divisive role, and she, she did a good job on it. And it's, just, it's a tragic character, and she did a great job, I think, capturing all that was tragic of Tanya Harding. Yeah, there's a lot of tragedy there. Gosh. That wasn't her fault. I mean... All she was was skating. The girl had yeah, no education. all she wanted to do was skate. That's all she wanted to do. And then as she said, it was like, you know, everybody got their piece of her. Us, mm-hmm. wanting to vilify her. We all got our piece. And then she had to go do boxing. Like, she knew that was her life. She had to yeah. accept that her life yeah, is being made fun of Yeah, she was a punchline. By society. She said that her that after that moment... She became a punchline. Yeah. That was it. And it's true. It's like, man, I feel so bad for that woman because, you know, her husband or her ex-husband and the, her, her ex-security guard, they only got two, like a year and a half in jail yeah. for the incident. She lost out of skating forever. Yeah, that was her whole life. That's it. What did you think about you like Sebastian Stan, though? I Winter mean, Soldier? He did a good job. I love Sebastian Stan because he does play an asshole really well. He does. And, uh, yeah, I mean. And like a, a, a hidden asshole. Yeah, like. In public, which I'd be nice. Yeah. But in in the closed doors, he's a huge asshole. Let's just say he's, huge a, he's, asshole. A, he's a puncher. He's a wife beater, yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. There's a scene, man. He like. Didn't totally he shoot her? He just totally winter soldiers her. He shot her. Oh, yeah, he does shoot her. Too. And then they get in the car. Everybody's watching, and he somehow gets out of it by talking yeah, to the car. He has a gun and flaming in the air. I don't know. People are fucking. I mean, Oregon, crazy. Oregon in the 90s, yeah, man. Yeah, Portland was, uh, they were nuts. Crazy. Uh, I mean, they're still nuts now there, but uh, too many freaking weekend warriors or whatever they are there. So, I, Tanya is worth a watch. Yeah, I nice. would definitely recommend watching that movie. Um, did she get nominated, Robbie? Yeah, she, she did. did. She mm-hmm. deserved it. I'm glad she got nominated. She won't win an Oscar or gold. And I, I want to talk about it, but you can't because you haven't well, seen it. Well, I know it. she didn't win. I, I would have known that she won it. They would have talked about it in well, the same email I got from It was past. tough because that division, it's so funny because three movies, they're nominated for best comedy. Yeah. Well, most likely of those three movies will most likely win the best picture. One of them win the best picture. Of Oscar. Best Oscar. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny because it, it was Lady Bird, uh, I, Tanya, and Get Out. So, all three of those, yeah. I don't consider at all comedies. Well, Lady Bird is the next one that I, uh, yeah, I, gotta go see I need one. to check out. You know what's crazy is the mom in Lady Bird. I don't know if I brought that up to you. Is the, More, is the sister. No, the mom from in Lady Bird, who I think yeah. they fight a lot, yeah. is the... The chick who played the sister in Roseanne. Yeah, Lori Lori Mac. I haven't seen her in Dude, years. You've not been watching Big Bang Theory, then, have you? Oh, she's on Big Bang Theory. Yeah, she's uh, Sheldon's mom. 
Oh, okay. Well then, that's and that's you know it's funny. I, I, nobody. I, I, I'm exactly. pretty sure Roseanne and Big Bang Theory have at least producers in common. Producers or showrunners because or PAs who are now writers. Yeah, or... so because Jimmy Gla- uh, Johnny Galecki. Oh wow, yeah. He's from Roseanne. But Miller wasn't Roseanne Crash? ABC? It was. But it doesn't matter. They can. But it's, it's CBS. But yeah, they can still cross over. But then it's funny. It's uh, when uh, Blossom joined the show. On her couch is the same blanket from Roseanne. Wow. Mm-hmm. So a lot of connections. It's super connected. I guess check out Big Bang Theory if you want. I'm not a big fan of sitcoms. Well, I mean, but... okay. If you really... If you like the two-camera sitcom, like yeah. the old school days, it's it gives a laugh. Yeah. It's not bad. I watch it with my mom. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely... I hear they're, they're finally wrapping it up. Like, the actors want to finally give it a, give it a like, call quits. Yeah. And I think they should because I don't know how much more you can... We've seen these characters become families now, so it's like, I don't know how much more you can really do with that show. Yeah. So, final verdict... Molly's game, okay. Worth give a watch like on Netflix. A six. I Tanya, awesome. Yeah. I see it like a seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. Different. You don't see a lot of movies like that, yeah. so really specific. And it kind of opened up your eyes, and maybe you saw I Tanya in a different way. And it makes you think about us as a society need to not be so quick to want to judge people and mm-hmm. have a villain and have a hero. You, you yeah, know? they they made her seem like she's this bad, you know, and we dirt, all bought white it. trash. Yeah. You know, skater. But you know what? Like by watching that movie, you could tell that. Even the skating, yeah, you know, uh, program didn't want her. Well, because... if anything, that should be for a lot of people now. When the the gap from the rich and the poor, the rich and the middle class is so huge, yep. it's like they didn't want her because she wasn't part of that elite. Exactly, rich she wasn't pretty enough. Who could she afford ice skating? Yeah. yeah, there's a scene where she had to get a freaking fur coat. You yeah, know, why does a twelve year old need a fur coat? Exactly. Like, what's the point of that? So, so now so... I would hope I don't know anything about the ice skating community, but that it's more included. Well, more included, cool. More people Speaking about this, they just this year allowed for lyrics and music. Nice. So this one dude, everyone's like super excited about this uh, Asian skater. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly where he's from. So, um, but he he's been singing to uh, turn down or he's been skating to turn down for what? Turn down for so what? Awesome. Which is all I ever think about is that one YouTube video and people. In oh, the, the, eat, the, bu- yeah, the eat boat. Yeah, eat on the boat. It's all I think about, and it makes me laugh every time because oh, they, yeah. they kind of look douchey. Well, that's the first thing. <laughs> okay, I uh, used to work on the reality show uh, Below Deck. Yeah. That's the first thing everyone shows you before you get on the boat. Hey, you want to see this video? And they show you that video Pay just attention. because they want you to freak out about boats. Yeah, that's not nice. <laughs> so man. Okay. Well, yeah, Tanya, no, yeah. Go game. see it, guys. Check them out. Thanks for fucking listening to What the Fuck Show, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, PodDirect, and Parents Phone. Uh, movie Pass, a unofficial sponsor of the show. I'm telling you, throw us some money. Give us some free Movie Pass. We will continue to watch we movies. support you. Uh, Ferris Pizza, the best pizza for the best price with the most love in it. Thanks for California. Shout out to Ferris Pizza. And uh, thanks for fucking listening. Next week, talk about more movies or I'll interview someone I find interesting and go from there. It's my fucking show. I'll do what the fuck I want. Thanks for listening. Peace.